0: We're going to have a short little talk now. Um, so children, if you didn't get a chance to taste something yet, you will do in a minute. Um, although there's a lot of you here, so might have to I might need some assistance to chop something up in a little bit. But you just have to wait for it, okay? So, um, we've got some pictures to help us with this talk. So if you find what I'm saying, uh, you drift off a little bit. Maybe you can uh, see what's going on on the screen. Okay, so the theme... Who's, children, who's picked up the theme of our service today? Who's picked up? I'm not going to pick anybody who I know has uh, been in one of my groups. So is there anybody who knows what our theme is? Anybody who's picked up what our theme is could be really brave. Somebody who hasn't come to... You're, that's really brave, Henry, but you've been in my group. Yes. It's about food harvest. It's about harvest. It's from a Bible verse, which we read out at the start. And this picture up on the screen is maybe helpful, maybe not helpful to you. I don't know. (laughs) Abby? Taste and see. So this is the theme of our um, service, taste and see. And the, the full bit of that verse is taste and see that the Lord is good. It's from a psalm, um, Psalm 34, which you read at the start. You read the message version, by the way, if it seemed a little bit unfamiliar. So, we're going to talk about taste. What is taste? Anybody know what taste is? What is taste? Do you know what taste is? What is taste? Martha, what's taste? So it's a type of something, it tells you what it tastes like. Do you know what? Well, oh, hold on. It's like, it's there's, there's some, uh, there's some gems here. If it's really, um, what? Sorry? If it's really salty, it might be like, um just salt for your mouth. And yeah. it might be really like of... Oh, it's... Mm. Like it's, those are actually your taste buds. Wow. Uh, Martha knows what that is on the screen. Does anybody else know what that is on the screen? (laughs) That is basically your tongue, thousands of times larger. Right, so that's basically your tongue, thousands of times larger. So that's a microscopic view of your tongue. So those are your taste buds. That's what it looks like if you look really, really closely at your tongue. Okay, so do you know, apparently we've roughly got about 10,000 taste buds on our tongue, which is a nice fact. Take that away with you today if you like. Um, But we've got this idea of taste as an illustration for how we might come to God, how we might encounter God so it's an interesting one isn't it um, can we have the next picture so there's a tongue and you can see the little taste buds on that tongue um, why do we have taste can we have the next one as well so there's there's some different your different tastes it's amazing your tongue different parts of your tongue I don't know whether you knew this taste the different sensations but why do we taste what's that all about Iris Right. So the answer was: so you know what you're eating, and you don't eat something you don't want to eat. Lucy? Um, you've only got five like tastes. You get all the other tastes from your nose when you're smelling. So often, because they're so close together, things smell like what they taste. Great. So we use our nose to 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 help us taste. In fact, if your nose isn't working, your taste doesn't work very well at all. Oh, uh, so. Why do we taste? One reason we taste is because it gets our tummies ready to eat. Did you know that? So your tummy, when you eat things, your tummy does a job of getting all the goodness out of your food. So it helps your tummy get ready, so those tastes tell your tummy it's time to get ready. The other reason is, like Iris said, it tells us whether the food's going to be good or not. So if you taste something horrible... You might be thinking, in your your body might be thinking, that's not the right thing to eat. But unfortunately, sometimes for children, that's a bit confusing, because there's some things that we eat which don't necessarily taste very good, but are good for us. So, um, that was that was about smell. That was about taste. Excellent. Is that, what is that? right okay broccoli is a bit like marmite <coughs> so put your hand up if you like broccoli that's good there's some small hands going up put your hand up if you don't like broccoli it's mostly small hands but there's some big hands as well that's good okay but broccoli uh, if it doesn't taste nice to you does that mean you shouldn't eat it? yes yes but is broccoli good for you? yes there's a mix, mix of opinions I'll leave that with you Okay. now I said that you were going to get the chance to try something, some of those children who weren't involved in the game, so just bear with me a second Ken, there's a slide for this one. If you know what they are, try and keep it in your mouth, in your head for now. So try and try not to say, now, just just be calm. So these are some rather strange looking things. Some of you might know, in fact, maybe you all know. Maybe you're all cultured enough to know what these are. Um, some of you might not. I think they look a little bit like brains. Okay? Or eyeballs. Yes, or eyeballs. So, this little illustration is to show you children that sometimes things might seem a bit strange looking or a bit odd to us, but I think when we taste them, we realise how good they are. So, if anybody would like to try, have one of these. You it? can take one, lychee take it back with you to where your place is. It like take it back lychee. with you to yeah. your place. So nice. Take it back to your parents. No, no. Oh, no. So nice. Any adults, if you'd like to come and get one, you can come and get one as well. There you go. It's They're called lychees. They're called lighties. I've tasted a lightie before. Take it back to mummy. That's why I know it. Oh, okay so whilst this is happening um, we're going to talk about the psalm a little bit because there's an interesting thing about this psalm which you might have spotted at the start so it was written by David can we have the next picture Ken? oh that's Elijah in his state so the psalm is attributed to David so we think maybe David wrote it and he wrote it when he had escaped from somebody and it's a rather strange story he escaped from this person by pretending to be insane Um, so you can look this story up he escaped from this he ran away from king Saul Um, he got to a new kingdom and then he was recognized so this is David who killed Goliath and later became a big king he was recognised and that put him in danger because the opposite kingdom would want to kill him so to show he wasn't a threat he pretended to be insane and it says in the bible that he he did all of these things to try and look like he wasn't a threat and the king said oh he's no danger to me get this, I've got enough mad men around me already he said, get this person out of my court so David escaped, it's quite a good story And then, he wrote this psalm afterwards. A psalm of praise to God to say thank you for getting me out of that situation. So that's David. And then in this psalm, we've got this rather interesting image. Where he says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste God. So why does he use taste as an image? I think this is quite interesting. So you've got different senses, haven't you? Uh, show me your hands. What do you do with your hands? What's your sense that you do with your hands, Hannah? You feel, you touch things. Uh, show me your ears. You hear with your ears. Show me your eyes. Eyes, you see. Any other senses? We've got touch. Oh no, we smell. But I think, interestingly, taste is the only one where you have to put something into you. The sound waves go into your ears, light goes into your eyes, but tasting, you have to put something into your mouth to taste it. So it's quite a, quite an interesting image of how we experience God. It's really physical. Taste God, it's really physical. So, here's a question for you. If we're given this idea of tasting God, is God going to be like... Next picture. Can you see that? Is God going to be like sprouts or chocolate? Is God like sprouts, which are really good for you, full of vitamins to help your body be healthy? Um... Sprouts bring people together at Christmas time. Um, or, or and interesting, sprouts are something. Sometimes they're an acquired taste. You have to get used to them and get to learn them. Or is God a bit like chocolate? That God is something that is delicious and a treat. And something really, really wonderful. Well, I think God's a bit like both. Because God is goodness. He sustains us. He keeps us going. He's there when we're finding things difficult. But also God is a wonderful experience. He's a treat. Relationship with God is to be enjoyed. So God is a bit like a chocolate-covered sprout. Okay? That's that's an image for you to take away. (laughs) Another question for you. So when we taste God, do you think we're ever disappointed? Do you think we're ever disappointed when we taste God? Uh, No. Well, sometimes the taste might be a bit strange or a bit daunting a bit scary maybe here's some examples maybe you've never prayed out loud by yourself in front of other people or by yourself and that's a bit of a scary thing to do or maybe um, you see someone do worship using their body to praise God in a different way to you and it seems weird Or maybe um, you've got a big decision in your life to make. Or maybe you've got a chance to help somebody or talk to somebody about God and it's just a bit too scary. Or maybe you haven't got the energy to go to your home group. Or go to church. But I think... With all of those examples, we're encouraged to taste and see, to try, to take a bit of a risk, and to not be afraid to try God and to test him sometimes. And here's another interesting thing. We all like different things. So most of the adults put up their hands for broccoli, but there's one man who said he didn't like broccoli, and that's fine. And most people put up their hands for chocolate, but I bet there's a few who didn't. And God knows our tastes. He knows us intimately. He knows us individually. So he meets us in all different ways. So we're encouraged to taste God, to be adventurous, to take risks, to try different things. And we're encouraged to follow. Jesus said to his disciples, come and follow me. And it's an invitation to a different life. And um, it's a risk. It's a risky thing to do. But when we take this risk, when we seek God, when we try God, when we taste Him, the psalm says, we find out that God is what? Good. Good. We find out that God is good. God is delicious, if you like. Okay? One more thing. Last thing. When we have tasted God... What do we do about it? Do we just enjoy it? Do we just enjoy God? Or do we share that experience? Now, some of you might be lucky enough, if you take a risk, in a moment when I say go, and look under your pew, you might be lucky enough to find that you've been blessed in some way but my challenge is then if you've been blessed in some way what are you going to do about it are you going to keep that for yourself or are you going to share it so have a look I've no idea where they are you have to feel underneath the pews apparently and if you find something hold it up high in the air Now, some of you have been blessed with Smarties, a good taste, but some of you haven't. And like Maxie here, you're probably feeling a bit let down by that. So if you have been blessed, it is your chance to share that blessing with somebody else.